Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 26 of Secrets of Shadowloo. We are still in the Warriors of Shadowloo section, the red color-coded section that covers a wide array of Shadowloo's warriors, leaders, and minions. We have reached the final full character sheet, the character sheet of Sagat, the Thai kickboxer from the Street Fighter video game. But I'm here today to do much more than discuss a character sheet. Esteemed listeners, I come before you today to offer a defense. A defense of a person who has been much maligned. A defense of a person so harshly judged, so dismissed, so deprecated, that the case for his innocence has long been thought not only hopeless, but closed. I come before you to defend a byword for dullness, cliche, for, to whatever extent this phrase has meaning, bad role-playing. I come before you not to defend Sagat, at least not per se, but to defend the type that Sagat represents. I come before you today, dear listener, to defend Bob the Fighter. Experienced role players will know, experienced role players, even those who have never really played a traditional fantasy game, may be familiar with the archetype of Bob the Fighter. Bob the Fighter is the player character in a role-playing game who has no personality or backstory or development of any kind beyond class features. And they tend to be simplistic class features. The classic Bob the Fighter is a fighter class character from Dungeons and Dragons who is fully generic, thus the name Bob. There is nothing about Bob the Fighter. His name is Bob and he is a fighter. If you want to know more about him, look up fighter in the rulebook. Now, over the past couple of days, I've alluded to the fact that Thai kickboxing and Sagat himself are more about intensity than variety. Thai kickboxing is exactly what it says on the tin, and Sagat is a man so devoted to Thai kickboxing that no matter what occasion he dresses for, he dresses for Thai kickboxing. I don't suppose that Sagat went to prom, he doesn't seem like the type, but if he did, I guarantee you that he went in kickboxing trunks. Perhaps a tie, if he really liked his date, but he would have resented it. Today we arrive at Sagat's character sheet, and this framing of Sagat in terms of role-playing game rules really emphasizes that Sagat is precisely Bob the Fighter. Let me just run down the data on this character sheet. Name, Sagat. Style, Thai kickboxing. Concept, Fighter. I shit you not. Sagat, one of the 16 world warriors in the game Street Fighter, has the concept Fighter. Informative? No. It tells us nothing because there is nothing else to tell. I dare you to name something that Sagat is other than a fighter. His signature when he wins a fight is to laugh. Why? Because he loves to fight. He loves to fight and he loves to win. What are his stats, you might ask? Well, his highest mental stat is wits, the one that you primarily use for fighting. His intelligence comes right before that because he uses it for damage for his fireball. And coming in third behind that is perception. His physical stats are all maxed with one extra sixth dot in stamina. And his social stats are all average, except for his appearance, which is one dot below average at a one. How do you even end up with two dots in an attribute category? Even as a starting character, let alone as a highly experienced one, seems to break the rules, actually, of the White Wolf system. Is it meant to reflect the big old scar on his chest? Is it meant to reflect 
his loss of an eye? Is it meant to reflect the fact that he insists on wearing kickboxing trunks everywhere he goes? I can only guess, but I can tell you this. When I see a character with the concept fighter who's got maxed physical stats and minimal charisma and physical appearance, I recognize that ugly mug. That's the ugly mug of Bob the Fighter. All of the World Warriors have a selection of abilities that they've maxed out. Sagats are alertness, intimidation, insight. These are the practical skills you need to do combat stuff. Blind fighting. Again, a practical skill you need to do combat stuff. Survival. One small departure from a pure combat focus. Except we know that Sagat went into seclusion in the wilds of Thailand to train after Ryu beat him. So I think Sagat learned survival just so that he could live off the land and not need a job so he could devote 24 hours a day to training to develop new sweet combat maneuvers. Sagat has also maxed out his mysteries and his style lore, which means he knows a bunch about supernatural stuff and styles of combat. And like M. Bison, he has an arena score of six, which in this case, I don't interpret as being nerdy because unlike M. Bison, Sagat is a longtime street fighter. M. Bison is a world warrior who kind of shot to the top of the ranks with his mysterious psychic powers. And we know as a character, M. Bison is obsessed with the sport of street fighting for no reason. He's got a lot of book learning about street fighting. Sagat truly is an old hand at street fighting. He's been all over the place. He was a grand champion street fighter for a long time. So his arena six, like, I'm not sure he even paid XP for that. I think either the GM gave it to him for free or demanded that he buy it. Because at a certain point, when you've been to every arena multiple times, because all you ever do is fight, like when the GM gives the group downtime to go like check out things around town and everybody else is like, oh, I'll go flirt with somebody at the bar. Oh, I'll go see a tailor and see if I can get some new gear made. I'm going to go be a tourist and check out the sites. Sagat's player is like, I'm going to see if there's a street fight in town and street fight. So, I mean, if all you ever do everywhere you go is find an arena and go fight there, then sure, you end up with arena six. Sagat is relatively low on backgrounds because he hasn't invested in anything in life but his fighting. He does have backing five to represent Shadowloo, but that's not a relationship he built over time. He's not a founder of Shadowloo or anything. They came to him because all he does is fight and they needed a fighter. I mean, and he is one. I mean, just look at his character sheet, concept fighter. Shadowloo needed a fighter, so they came to Sagat and said, hey, all you do is fight anyway. You mind if we pay you? And he was like, whatever, man. So that's where his backing comes from. Other than that, he's not really invested in any of his backgrounds. When it comes to his fighting techniques, they're like hovering around five. You know, there are a couple of fours. There's a six, but they're mostly just straight fives. He's just as good as he can be at all the different kinds of fighting because fighting is what he loves. Did I mention that he's a fighter? He's got glory nine. He's pretty much near the top of the prestige a street fighter can have because all he ever does is street fight. And he has honor one, even though he's a villain. But wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I can hear you already objecting. Isn't this a personality trait? He's a villain, and yet he has a little bit of honor. That's a that's a character trait of Sagat. It's not that Sagat has no traits. It's that those few he has emanate from the extremely basic Bob the Fighter decisions that he has made. For example, Sagat has a fireball because fireballs are good for fighting. Throwing fireballs costs chi. And how do you regain chi? By rolling honor. Having a little bit of honor although it is secondarily a personality trait, is mainly a mechanical consideration so that Sagat has a quicker cooldown on his fireball attack. The character sheet tells the story. Sagat is Bob the Fighter. And if you don't believe the numbers, if you don't believe the dots, just, just consider his backstory, which we heard yesterday. We heard it in narrative form. It's easy to get confused. It's easy to be misled by the author, propping up a narrative around Sagat's life. But really think about what Sagat has been through. His backstory is 
that ever since he was born, he's wanted to be a fighter. He became a fighter. But in Thai kickboxing, they wouldn't let him fight as hard as he wanted to, so he switched to street fighting, where he could fight harder. He fought and fought and fought and became the champion of fighting, the grand master, in fact, of fighting. Then one day, he lost a fight. He lost a fight to another fighter, and what did he do? He went away, essentially into the woods to grind, to try to improve his fighting, until he was approached by M. Bison, and he made a deal with M. Bison. And what is the deal that Sagat worked out with Shadaloo? I quote from the previous page. Sagat visited Bison and agreed to help Shadaloo if Bison could lure Ryu into a rematch for Sagat. Yes, that's right. Sagat has become a global terrorist, not because he cares about terrorism, or indeed, the globe, but because he lost a fight, and he really wants to fight that guy again. He wants to refight that guy. There is nothing here but fighting. Fighting and a name. And what's in a name? Sagat the fighter? Bob the fighter? Is there truly a difference? No. No, there's no difference between Sagat and Bob, or indeed between Bob and Ryu, or Chrono, or Link, or Liu Kang, or Achilles. There's no difference at all among all these fighters, except for the stories that grow up around them. I call upon both your compassion and your imagination to look at this boring-ass character sheet, to which I have been forced to devote a day, and see not just a predictable and uncreative arrangement of dots, but fertile earth from which a great tree of heroic storytelling might grow. Certainly, superficially, Sagat is nothing but a mostly naked man with an eye patch who wears nothing but trunks all the time and addresses every problem in life by kickboxing it. But it was a story that gave him that eye patch. It was a story that gave him that scar. It was a story, presumably, that gave him his trunks. Although probably that was a boring story. That's like a level one story. That's like impoverished level one 12-year-old Sagat wants to be a kickboxer, but doesn't have enough gold pieces to buy kickboxing shorts. And so he, I don't know, mugs another child for them. When you're only shooting for honor one, you can beat up some kids. What I mean to say, and I'll close with this, is that in reading this character sheet, you may have uncovered the secret of Shadaloo that the vaunted Sagat is nothing but Bob the Fighter in red shorts instead of full plate. But that is not the condemnation you have been conditioned to believe that it is. There is no shame in being Bob the Fighter. There is no shame in maxing out physical attributes. There is no shame in dumping charisma. And if there is shame in the concept of fighter, do not all Street Fighter characters share that shame for are they not all, finally, dopey-ass, paper-thin, cliche-ridden fighters? I say that they are, and I say it not with aspersion, but with pride. Hail to Bob the Fighter. Long may he fight. I hope that you've enjoyed that little exercise on this, probably the most boring page of Secrets of Shadowloo, and I am including the front matter. Join me tomorrow when we take a look at new special maneuvers. Ooh, kung fu moves! High energy episode ending! Let's all forget how bored we were. Join me next time for that on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. 
Don't get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>